Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. Grayson. I didn't see you start the recording this time, JC. You were oh, so subtle about it. I started it exactly one minute ago, according to what our the reporter. Heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to do it stealthily and obviously. I succeeded. You got away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't like... You got away with it. Okay, I guess so. Thank you. Uh, you did eventually catch me, however. Cause well, no, I never caught you. I just... I assumed that it started. Well, now you know. Thus, I've been caught. I guess... <laughs> exactly. Really, really sold yourself out there. I get, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that Can't to myself. Can't keep a secret, man. Grayson, it feels like hours since we had cranberry juice. It does feel like a long time. Sometimes Wilson will just saunter his, his, his cute little ass in here, okay? Please don't say that about my little brother. <laughs> Wilson will, will saunter in here and he'll just occupy our time for so much before the podcast. So much. So much. And sometimes there's substance. Sometimes. And then sometimes he just wants to show you memes. And say my name occasionally. You know, it just... Is, he, is your brother lonely? You know, I don't know. I worry. I worry about Worley. I Worley. I worry about his 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 loneliness, Grayson. JC Worleys. I do. I really, really do, Grayson. Well, I was also worried about the fact that last week on the podcast we left, we finished the recording, we we wrapped everything up without the bow I wanted to put on it, Grayson. There was a bow. There was a bow. Why'd that- you leave out the bow? I guess it was just negligence on my part. There was a number one topic on the boy oh boy list last week, and I didn't even think to address it. And wow. now is the time. Okay, there's once a week where I get a platform to sit here, talk with you. And I'm gonna share take your bows. And share my bows. All the bows you worry about. Exactly, exactly. And so this bow, Grayson, it's been gnawing at me, okay? And that's mm-hmm. the fact that when I was around 11 years old, I had an action figure YouTube channel. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know this. This is I'm aware, yeah. news, of course. I used to do reviews of wrestling action figures. That was primarily the content. It was reviews. You did kind of start it out like a list, but that's kind of all of it. Well, no. I also had five collection videos, which a collection video is just where you show off your collection of action figures, your, uh-huh. the whole thing. The real question is, why did you need five of them? Well, that, yes, exactly. Well, the real reason is, and I'm glad I can actually inform you that it's still in my head, the reason why. They would do good views, okay? Mm -hmm. My WWE stuff, that was the title of the video. That was my most successful video for a long time, okay? Up until my WWE stuff, too. Exactly. Precisely. Point is, little baby preteen me would talk about wrestling action figures every week multiple times a week for about like a year year and a half right and occasionally i'll revisit some of these videos because i just have them on private on my youtube channel and i was looking specifically for one video i remember uploading and this one video i uploaded was not a review not a collection video nothing of the sort no no this was me playing with my action figures (sighs) okay but I already had a reputation. I already had a brand to to maintain as the bad boy. The bad boy of WWE action figure collecting. And you can still find my channel at that URL, youtube.com slash the bad boy of 
WWE action figure collecting. WWE action figure collecting. That's absolutely right. I believe my name was at that point also WWE Cola Punk on YouTube. I wow. believe so. My Minecraft name and then also my YouTube name. Just so that your fans could, you know, yeah. keep track of you with the overlap. So point is, the WWE Cola Punk name, it was pretty big at the time, okay? Maybe like 100 or so subscribers, you know? Big deal. And so I can't be going out there having people think that I, as a 12, 11-year-old, play with action figures. So I remember That'd be silly. specifically, this all rushed back to me like a week or so ago. I remember specifically when I made the description for the video, I said that I was uploading video of my cousin playing with my action figures. And I wonder, because no one was watching my videos, right? Not a soul, okay? Some of the reviews got some views, but that's about it, or my collection videos. But generally, most of my videos went unnoticed by the public at large. I wonder if there was one person who caught on one person who realized how insecure I was. Because <laughs> how could you not have? Okay? It's, oh. Uh, I, but I, I, I guess in my head I thought people would believe me. I thought people would believe that was my cousin playing with action figures. It wasn't. It was guys, big reveal. That was actually me the whole time. No way. Yes. So just want to put that out there. You know, I've, I've had this weighing on me for a long time. Finally, just want to come clear, come clean. And I think I've done that. I know for, what was it, episode 300? Yeah. We're reviewing your old uh, pseudo podcast. 18 weeks away, an audio diary journal thing, yeah. For episode 350, can we get audio clips from JC's YouTube channel? Well, we've already done the YouTube channel thing over on your Twitch channel. I don't know if you remember, but one of the very first times I was on the Gray the Gray Twitch stream... We already watched all my videos. All of, We watched all of them? We, like, skimmed through a bunch of them, but... I remember watching some of them. I don't, I don't think we hit all of them. I mean, yeah, but I'm not even, like, as ashamed of those. I'm way more embarrassed about... <laughs> really? Yeah, way... I am way, way, way... A thousand times more embarrassed of the tape of me recording an audio journal at age 16 than I am of reviewing action figures at 11. Because at 11... You're not I don't meant even to know better, right? No, you really uh You're a little kid with access to YouTube. What are you supposed to do? Okay? Just watch? No. No. I knew from a young age I was a you content were meant for creator. Stardom. Exactly. And that's what we're working toward at the moment, Grayson, you know? Basically there. Yeah. Every project since WWE Cola Punk. Has gotten fewer subscribers. Right. <laughs> it's only been downhill. It's been all downhill since I was 11 in every possible respect, Grayson. You bring up some really good points. Uh, but no, with that, I, I mean, I'd be cool to play those videos like on this podcast, like this episode of the podcast. We don't have to wait to 300. But the point is why I bring this up originally, like my search for that specific video. Is that that one I was so ashamed of, I deleted at some point in the past, like, 10 years. It's gone. No. The one of me playing. I know. So, so sad. It is really sad. Cause, what would your cousin think? Well, I, that's such a great question. They're gone. They no longer exist. I've wiped them from existence, actually, Grayson. The only remaining traces of my cousin. It's really sad. It's really very sad. But all is well, right? All is well because we're here. Boy, oh, boy episode 282 
And I think that's a cool number. I think 282 looks like a cool number. Does it? I think so. When I when I saw it on our Notion uh, a few days ago, I wrote down 282 is a cool number. And I'd never had that thought prior to that moment. Huh. Yeah. I think it just looks a little pleasant. You want to see it? Sure. There it is. Mm. Nothing to write home about, but enough to mention on a podcast. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah, I think so. I think so. A podcast with extraordinarily low standards for topics. Yeah. I mean, then I could agree with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Grayson, what has been happening in your week now that the bow is finally fucking on there? Thank goodness we got that bow. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, JC. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. I mean, we cycle in between a lot and not a lot. And there's not going to be a lot until the 6th. Until the 6th of May? The record convention. Okay. Oh, I understand. I understand. Well, when you say the sixth, there are 12 sixths in every year. You know? It could have been so many. Yeah, but it's going to be the most like, Imminent. soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. The upcoming sixth. Do you expect anything grand to happen on your record hunt? No. Okay. But at least it's something. I guess. But surely there's other stuff coming up prior, right? Not really. You got any weddings to attend? Well, this Friday. Oh, shit. I'm going to D&D. That's not a We're wedding. We're restarting that. Okay. We did, it had been on pause. Can you do everything in your power to ensure that there is a wedding that takes place this Friday at your D&D? I mean, there's not a wedding at the D&D, but one of our members is going to have to like video in because he's going to a wedding in California. No way. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that, I guess. Is it Grant? No. Damn it. Grant's actually showing up to this one. He's missed two-thirds of the sessions. That's so rude. Honestly. Grant. One of his excuses was, I need to go visit my grandma. Yeah. I remember that excuse. Yeah. It's a valid excuse. I would also choose my grandma over D&D. That's silly. That's silly? That's silly. I'm telling your grandma. I'm telling. Do it. I am. Okay. I already did. That's messed up. Yeah. I know. No, I don't know. It's not messed up. It's deserved. You're messed up. You don't like your grandma. I love my grandma. Well, Grayson, I want to talk to you. Can I do that? Can we use <laughs> well, this we space an hour right now? Here, yeah. Uh, well, actually, we have closer to fifty-eight minutes, so calm down. Hold your horses, okay? I need to talk to you all well, about a lot of things because just listening to the voice I used right there reminded me of all these TikToks I've been seeing of this fucking average redditor. Have you been seeing these videos? I, I don't know, but I feel like that is a genre. Yeah. There's one guy specifically. It's millions and millions and millions on all his videos. And it's 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 exactly that. The, 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 the caption says, average Redditor, and then cue in a different environment for every video, right? Mm -hmm. And they're atrocious, okay? And, and atrocious in a very good way. Atrocious where it's a very talented person behind the camera. Mm -hmm. Okay, not atrocious in the sense of bad content. Okay, atrocious in the sense of hard to watch, but intentionally so. So, I, I just understand. I have nothing but good things to say. Point is, I douched myself out with my own redditor voice. That I have, wasn't ironic. I have seen many a video like that, and mm -hmm. I think I'm kind of burnt out on them, except for one guy. But I don't remember his name. This is the Please only person I'll watch do it. Okay, and because he seems to be the most successful, I can't imagine someone else also getting millions of views on every video. You'd be shocked. Really? You'd be shocked, Jason. I guess I would be shocked to learn um, this. There's also the guy, the punchable face guy, or 
punchable something like that mm-hmm. um and he's the one that did uh the guy raised by his grandparents takes you on a date video that i showed you Ooh, ooh! I'm having memories flash back. These very vague memories. Okay, okay. This was a while ago. You sent it. But he does a whole bunch of videos, and sometimes he does stuff kind of like that. And that same could sort be of him. Of like cringe person. That might be him, Grayson. Who's but to I don't say? think he does average redditor oh, type okay, stuff. Okay, he is he is more unique in that sense because the average redditor is such an easy bit to play up. Uh huh. Where you just kind of throw actually in there every once in a while. Uh huh. And you kind of got it. Yeah. Whereas he he put some real thought in. He's really impressive. I've never sense. hated a man and respected him more than this guy. Uh-huh. Because he knows how to play a character. So well. That's wonderful. Yeah. Why haven't you considered acting classes, Grayson? Or have you? Am I, I speak uh, So many times. Okay. Um, What's stopping you from living out your dreams of becoming a successful Hollywood actor? Well, I've gone to acting class, JC. Okay. A few times. Yeah. And they keep kicking me out. Why? They say, you're too good. Ooh. You shouldn't be here. Yeah. You're better than all of us, and it's making us feel bad. Insecure. Yeah. Okay. They're very insecure people, actors. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, So then I go home. Oh. Yeah. Have you considered maybe like stand-up comedy as, as a different outlet for you to still perform? No. For... Okay. Um, What about sending out some audition tapes? Tapes? Tapes. Like filming yourself on Like your... VHS? That's it? Yeah. I like this idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just send them to some, like, you know, <laughs> to Quentin Tarantino's address and see what happens. On man. VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I feel like, like he, he'd be the respect it. <laughs> Yeah. I really do believe so, no matter the quality of acting. I really, really believe so. You think he'd, like, get the bit? No. Oh. Quentin takes himself, it seems, extraordinarily seriously. Doesn't he? I don't know. He seems like he does. I kind of disagree. I think he takes himself seriously up to like an extent. But then I, I feel like there's a, an element of him where he recognizes that he can get away with stupid stuff. And uh-huh. so then he just he kind of has fun with it. Okay. I think he, he has stepped beyond taking it too seriously. Well, maybe that's exactly it. He enjoys doing the stupid stuff. He doesn't like being the, mm. the mark in the stupid stuff, you know? I just, I feel like he has utilized the taking himself seriously enough to garner the respect necessary that he can do the stupid things that he finds funny. I understand. Like casting himself as the most racist person in every one of his own movies. Has he done that? Well, he, he, he likes to, you know, self-insert himself. He, he plays parts in his movies. Uh-huh. Um, notably, he plays a racist slaver in Django Unchained. Oh, wow. Um, in Pulp Fiction, I think he just says the N-word several times. Ooh. Um, in one movie, as everyone knows, Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. In one movie, he writes a character um, whose whole role is to drink tequila from Salma Hayek's foot. And then he casts himself in that part. So he kind of just does what he wants. He's an interesting guy, that Quentin Tarantino. Good for Quentin. I'm a fan. Yeah. I think it's very funny. That's, that's very... Um, he's, he's living the life that he's carved out for himself. That's all right. we can hope. I just... I, he definitely takes himself seriously. But he utilizes that to do some really ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. But don't you think he's doing those things completely seriously as well? He authentically enjoys them. Saying the N-word? Yes. That's right. Exactly. Very much so. Exactly. Like, imagine if Steven could really, like, harness all his of racism. His... Yes. And put it to use. Okay, do something productive. 
he could be in a very similar similar position. Okay? I suppose so. Exactly. Exactly. Steven sent me a Snapchat the other day, our dear sweet friend Steven, former boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy guest, okay? He sent me a Snapchat, and usually my snaps from Steven are a couple words or a photo, or maybe even the two of those things paired together, believe it or not, Grayson. Wow. No, I, I instead got an essay from Steven a couple days ago. Um, did you get the same? I don't think so. Okay. I feel like I would remember an essay from Stephen. Yeah, no, this is not something you would forget. Did Stephen tell you about his experience on a bus in the past week? Um, He told me about when he was on the bus, he saw a guy get beat up by like two other guys. Yes, exactly. And then I pointed out to Stephen that the like in that was very superfluous and only lended to confusion, um, which I felt very validated in when I read out his statement to chat. Um, and multiple people were confused on whether or not it was two people or something around two people, like well, three people, but only two were really involved. I can only hope those confused listeners or viewers of your your Twitch stream are, are listening now, Grayson. We got clarity. Don't worry. We, well, the stream. you could call it that. Um, we have more of the story. Oh, boy. At least. Uh, Steven, because I, yeah, I got that same message from Steven where he's like, some dude got beat up on my bus. And then I said, what happened? And then again, I really didn't expect it, but it was just, it was what follows. Okay. So when I got on the bus, the dude started singing and drinking his gas station cup drink. Then he spilled his drink all over the floor and he kept flinging hot Cheetos and eating them. Some guy told him to shut up, but didn't do anything and left. Next station, new people came on and he kept doing this still. Then a guy walked up to him and said something like, Hey man, shut up. People are what being disturbed. Cheeto dude was like rubbing his dick or something. And the guy in best started to yell at him for peeing in the bus. And a vest guy said he was going to beat the shit out of him when Cheeto guy left the bus while Cheeto guy was talking shit back. The bus driver got mad and was like, WTF is happening back through and then the vest guy said Cheeto guy was trashing the bus stop. Bus guy stopped the bus and a black guy was like, F this, and prepared to leave the bus. Cheeto guy was shit-talking the black guy. So black guy started to beat the shit out of the Cheeto guy and said the N-word. And then black guy threw Cheeto guy's phone across the bus into the sidewalk. People started saying, yeah, stop talking shit, huh? Or something like that. Bus driver was like, in everyone out, I'm calling the cops on Cheeto guy. And then vest dude started to beat the shit out of Cheeto guy, who was like cowering in his seat. Then I thanked vest guy and I, when I left the bus and fist bump him. Basically, community came together to shit on a dude. Lol. So, I liked the story until he thanked vest guy. You don't like that he thanked the man for violence? And then fist bumped him? Steven wanted to feel cool. That's a very Reddit thing to do. Thank you, kind sir. Yeah. And then fist <laughs> that bumped was Steven. him. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. That was the average Redditor in Steven. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, I can definitely see this. Um, yeah, there, were, there was a lot of typos. Mm -hmm. is maybe the best way to put it. I could tell. But I think I understand the gist of the story. 
Still unclear. I've read over the grammar and read over the part of the story multiple times. Still unclear who threw out the N-word. The black guy or the Cheeto guy. <laughs> I'm going to assume because it was mentioned it was the Cheeto guy. Yeah. But maybe Steven, whenever he hears the word, it just affects him viscerally. <laughs> it does. Regardless of who's saying it. really hurts it. his feelings. Yeah. So that part, again, it re- remains up in the air a little bit. But Cheeto guy, my understanding is he threw food on people, pissed himself, and started rubbing himself inappropriately, and maybe said the N-word on the bus. That all kind of add up, according to what you heard? Yeah, more or less. Okay. And then, yeah, he got beat up for doing so. Fair enough. I mean, I guess fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't see how that doesn't turn violent. No. Like, honestly, only two guys beating him up is pretty good. It could have gone a lot worse. I mean, I will say I think Vest Guy is the worst of the bunch. I think the black guy who beat him up was justified. Well, because it sounded like he was the first one and like the guy still stood a chance. But it sounds like when Vesta guy got involved, Vesta guy, Vesta guy, Vest guy got involved in the beating up. The Cheeto guy was already just like he was done. He was out. And it sounds like Vest guy was just beating on on a guy who was already out. You know? Yeah, because you're right. Cheeto guy left the bus before he even got beat up. Right. He was already off the bus. I thought he was still on the bus. Well, again, this is goes to, maybe it's an artistic choice from steven leaving things vague um up for the reader to determine so let's run this back um cheeto guy was like rubbing his dick or something and the guy in best best probably means vest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. started to yell at him for peeing in the bus i don't again peeing in the bus versus on the bus is some very similar wording but I think very different in. meanings mm-hmm. i think in yeah peeing in the bus maybe when someone says peeing in the bus i picture someone like opening up the gas like cap and no i just assumed that he was pissing himself in the bus yeah yeah, yeah. that's kind of what i assume as well but it just it felt unnatural to say peeing in the bus it feels it's like, about as good as you get with steve i guess though. so i guess so i guess so and then on the bus is just as confusing because maybe you're pissing on the tire who's to say um vest guy said he was going to beat the shit out of him when cheeto guy left the bus while cheeto guy was talking shit back i thought vest guy was saying when you get off this bus i'm going to beat you up i don't think cheeto guy left the bus yet okay okay so let me read that one more time and vest guy said he was going to beat the shit out of him when cheeto guy left the bus that makes sense that makes a lot of sense so the threat was there and then Vest Guy said Cheeto Guy was trashing the bus stop. Bus Guy said blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're right. Black Guy was the first guy to lay, lay hands on Cheeto Guy, it sounds like. And I feel like he was justified because Cheeto Guy very well could have fought back. You know, that's, that's mutual combat at that point. Could he have fought back? His hands are covered in Cheeto dust. His dick is covered in Cheeto dust. By the time it, he's been throwing food at people and, you know, throwing out insults like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's asking for it. I guess so. I guess so. But by the time he asked for it, was beaten up, and is cowering in his seat, mm-hmm. no reason for Vesca to jump on that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Vesca started to beat the shit out of the dude who's cowering in his seat. Yeah, Vesca's kind of a dick. Yeah, Vesca sucks. Steven should have thanked the black guy. Black guy, cool guy. Yeah, Vesca, yeah, yeah. bad guy. Mm-hmm. Cheeto guy, worst guy. Y- yeah. Is he? It's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
the black guy is the good guy. Uh-huh. The vest guy is the bad guy. Uh-huh. And the Cheeto guy is the ugly. Because Cheeto guy reasonably is mentally ill. Or just really, really drunk mid-afternoon Mid- on, a, yeah. on a Tuesday. That's fair. That's fair. Very. Mm. <sighs> yeah. But when I think belligerent behavior on a bus, I'm thinking mental illness, you know? I don't know. The pissing himself part sounds more like Ooh, heavily inebriated. Good point. Good. Did he actually pee himself, though, or did the vest guy just claim it? I don't know. I don't know either. Steven, we need confirmation. Did we could he... really use some clarity here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. On the whole story, honestly. Um, we, we just don't have all the answers that we need. We it's need true. an update in the future. I just want to throw this out there uh-huh. um, because I know we're moving on from this topic. Before we do, on Steven's like Snapchat story where I heard about it and he says beaten up by like two guys. Mm-hmm. When I, I brought that up to Steven, he said like is a filler word. And I, I said, Steven, you're typing. You're typing. You don't need filler words while you're typing. Yeah. Or if you do, separate it with commas. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. You use um and like and things of that sort well, you when you're speaking. want to be conversational in your writing. Conversational, sure. Not on, like... Not on a Snapchat story. Yeah. It's kind of unnecessary. Uh-huh. Just a, just a little bit. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's all I wanted to bring up. No, it's a good point. It's very... It's worth bringing up. There's something I want... Another ribbon I have, actually, for this episode. Oh, boy. Another ribbon? Yes. Are you worried about this one? A l- less so than the original ribbon that oh, okay, I worried okay. about, but this one is, is it's it's there, it's floating in my head. Okay, time for me to grab it. JC's worried women's. Do you remember? What, don't make fun of my speech impediment. Okay, why are you laughing? JC's women's. Why are you laughing? You're sitting across from a boy who struggled with his errs for a long time, his R's and his errs. And you want to make light? I don't know if those out there, JC. I think you had the silliest speech impediment I've ever heard of. I, I feel like a lot of people have that speech impediment. You are the first person I've ever heard oh, describe it. No, because I spoke with a speech pathologist the other day, and they said that the, that the, the R's are, are like some of the hardest for kids. to. It's like the last ones that kids actually grasp because for the mo- like first like six years of your life, your mouth just doesn't even form in that way to make the sound yet. So I was like, oh, okay. I feel pretty justified. To make an R sound. Yeah. Or at least the the er sound. Er. Because most kids do ol instead of er. Ol. Yeah. It's so funny. It's I a cute just, sound. It was a little inappropriate, age, age inappropriate for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? That's a great question. A you ribbon. got another uh, ribbon. I told you a few months ago, I think it was in December, that I went to a wrestling show. And as I was leaving the wrestling show, I made eye contact with someone. And they made eye contact with me, like a knowing kind of eye contact. But I didn't know this person. But I did recognize them. And then I left and I was like, I think that was a famous person that I made eye contact with. And he thought I was going to ask for a photo. And I told you about it. We tried figuring out who that famous person was. Mm -hmm. Do you remember all this? I do. I do recall. And you thought maybe he was a comedian. I now know who it is. Oh, boy. It's like for sure, for sure. Because I saw a photo of him the other day. I was like, oh, that's sure as shit him. And also, he was doing like a bunch of podcasts in Austin. So now I'm thinking, oh, maybe he lives in Austin. Um, it's – did you ever watch the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies? Yes. Okay. The live action ones. Uh-huh. 
Do you remember the music producer? No. Yeah, him. <laughs> it was it was definitely him. I think David Cross is his name. Um, it was no. for sure him. Yeah. So. That's and it would make sense that he would expect someone my age to be like, oh, can I get a photo? You know. Yeah. Yeah. And if I Did had he, that, like, hear me out. Uh-huh. Did he still have the soul patch? He had full beard. Full, like, grayish okay, beard, good. bald head. I have seen him with the beard, and I think the beard is actually pretty good looking. Yeah, he looks on young. But with the soul patch, it's such an no, awful, tough. villainous, douchey look. He plays it so well that I, I hold no respect for him as a human being outside of it, but so much respect for him as an actor. Absolutely. As, well, as a fellow actor. As a fellow actor. Yeah, you know when to give props. Honestly. So, yeah, I just wish I would have recognized him in that moment. Um, alas jc i just thought about something yeah they're making that uh hbo harry potter series they're doing open casting oh i did see that isn't it like a contract for 10 years or something too yes wild do you want to send in could i play hermione yes yes i think we should both send in you know acting reels and somehow get steven to also sign in on this well you know they're gonna well, is J.K. Rowling like very, very involved in the project? I don't think so. They're casting at least one trans actor or actress. You're so right. They have to. Like, it's the only way, <laughs> PR-wise, they get away with the show. <laughs> Steven and I are shoo-ins, is the point. Right. You're going to have to work a little hard. I'm going to have to work a little bit hard. Also, who the fuck is a seven-foot wizard? <laughs> you raising it just Hagrid. Okay. I could play Hagrid. I guess so. I guess so. We're getting very imaginative with these recastings. Mm-hmm. Who do I play? I thought you wanted to be Hermione. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, if that doesn't go to plan. Uh, you could be Sirius Black. Sir- Is that the Wolfman? Wolfman was Remus Lupin. Uh, I wish I could be Wolfman. Well, Sirius Black is Dogman. Dog- oh, wait, who's more handsome? Sirius Black. Okay, I'll be him. If you're forcing my hand, I'll be him. <laughs> you're forcing my hand. You're making me. Yeah. Steven? Steven will be Harry Potter. Wow. Trans and Asian. And the main character. This is bold. When are we re- remaking all of Harry Potter with Steven as Harry Potter? It's a great question. It's a really wonderful question. Steven, though he needs to be in on the idea he needs to feel like it's his idea to accept something like when he sent me that long ass story he followed it up by saying the only reason i typed that is for podcast and then i said to steven oh well why don't you just record a voice memo of you saying it all and we can play it on the podcast to which he responded no so again i feel like when he's presented with an idea that he's not necessarily in on it's hard to to get him on board yeah so how are we going to subtly hint to him? Fuck. Damn it. That either one, we need him to send in an acting reel uh-huh. to the open casting for the HBO Harry Potter show. Or option two, that we need to, in of our own accord, um, recreate all of Harry Potter with Steven as Harry Potter. Fuck. That's a really great question. We could tell Steven that... We know someone in Austin who is looking to rent out their apartment. They just need to... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. Hear me out. 
hear me out. Steven is actively looking for internships here in Austin, okay? Let's create a fake company that needs a cyber tech intern, okay? Uh-huh. And we'll we'll conduct an interview. We'll get someone to, to interview Steven. Well, one, we'll send it to Steven. He'll apply. He'll obviously get the interview because it's us. We'll set up the interview. But all the interview the questions would be tough. <laughs> <laughs> he fails our HR screening. You're right. <laughs> he gets the interview. And then we have all the questions be him like acting out scenarios. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thus, we create an acting reel. This Thus, is a good idea. We can send it to JK. I could probably get one of my coworkers to sign on on this. Fuck yeah. Okay, I just I worry about the consequences when Steven eventually finds out we manipulated him. So we'll also have to keep it up forever <laughs> and never let him know that it's a fake job. Um, mm-hmm. Shoot. Well, we could always just reject him from the job. That's true. Because he's just doing the interview. Right. Right. Yeah. Fuck. You're so right. Damn. Alternatively, we could just ask him, like, Steven, you want to act with us? Maybe he'll say yes. I the think odds that's probably are an easier, yeah. Easier, but way more risky than, <laughs> <laughs> than creating a fake interview. You raise a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Grayson, I also need to talk to you about a realization I made while driving here for the podcast today. Oh, no. From work. And that's the fact that... When sarcasm goes poorly and I'm involved with it, right, it, listen, like, if I am being sarcastic or I say something that's not supposed to be taken seriously and then the other person takes it seriously, I am never a person to think, like, oh, they're so dumb. They didn't get my sarcasm. I always think, oh, I'm dumb. I'm bad at sarcasm. They hate me. I I just, I wasn't, I read the room wrong. I did it all poorly, right? But then I was also thinking about when the opposite occurs, and someone else says something sarcastic and I take it seriously, I take it at face value and I'm just confused by it. I never think to myself, oh, they're so bad at sarcasm. I, in those scenarios, think, oh my God, I'm dumb. I'm a box of rocks. How did I not realize they were joking? How did I not realize I'm so stupid? Right? Mm-hmm. And I've, like, th- that's a very, very common thing, like to put yourself in people's shoes, right? To exercise empathy. But I've never done it in the context of, of misunderstanding sarcasm. And now that I have, I feel a little bit better because hopefully every time I've either not understood something sarcastic or someone's not understood me being sarcastic, they've just felt bad about themselves and not me. You know? No. Oh, okay. It's always been you. It's it's just you. Okay. Everyone else, we understand sarcasm. Yeah. So, like, you're listening to me speak about this, these scenarios that play out in my life. Never happened to me. And Okay. Yeah. Everyone else, we're on the same page with sarcasm. Everyone kind of gets it. Yeah. To a T. It's just you. Okay. Like, it's just, like, the entire human population. We all get it. Do you mean like we all, like, are you including people on the spectrum or? Yes. They get it more than I do. Correct. So where am I? That's a great question. Okay. You're just your own thing. Okay. Own entity. Yeah. I understand. I understand. But th- this was kind of what I was thinking over in my head on the drive here. I was also thinking about how just, I, I, I felt the need, even when this podcast began like half an hour ago, the need to vent. Okay, and I don't even like have like a specific thing I want to vent about, right? But I just I feel like I'm in a mood to complain about stuff. Like what? 
I don't know. Do you do you do you ever get similar moods? I mean, everyone. Actually, no. You never just feel like a need no. To, I, like, I'm a bottle it up type of guy. I need to just fucking purge. I don't even know what's on my mind. I just need to purge the words out, and then things. Honestly, will probably be never. Fine. No. Never ever. No. Okay. Maybe I have and I'm just not remembering, but I can't think of a single time. Uh-huh. But I was gonna agree with you, just like, oh yeah, of course. I can't think of a single time I've ever felt that way. Do you feel like you're bottling stuff up currently? No. No. I mean, if you want me to complain about something, I can complain about something. What would you... But it has to be a legitimate complaint. I have a legitimate complaint. What's your legitimate complaint? Last night, I had the strangest headache of my entire life. Okay. I put it on the list. It was like the only thing that I went into the list with like a thing to complain about. Okay. To talk about, to mention. It was such an odd experience. It was obviously miserable because it was like a terrible, terrible headache. Yes. This was last night, to be clear. And I was going to sleep, went to sleep with this headache... I woke up like two, three times with the headache. And I was like, wow, this is terrible. But eventually I went back to sleep. And then around like 2.30 in the morning, I wake up and the headache's worse than ever. Just terrible. And then in addition to the headache, I like, I can't focus on anything, but my brain won't stop making noise. Still? No, it stopped. Event- like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, when I went to sleep and woke up, I yeah. felt totally fine. Uh-huh. But it took a good hour just to fall back asleep. And in the, that span of time, I was so miserable because my head hurt so bad. And it would it would be like a thing where it would replay like music. And I would try to think, I need to not l- hear the music right now. Let me think about something else. And I would think about the thing, but I couldn't stop the music playing or some other thing like going on in my head. And then everything was too bright, even though it was like pitch black in my room. Um... It was terrible. Do you think maybe you're about to enter your psychotic era? Maybe. I mean, I don't have a alternative explanation at the moment. You know? Like, it was so loud. So loud? Loud. Like, sirens? No, no, no. It was definitely, like... Screeching. It was, like, talking. Talking. Just loud talking. In my head. In your head. Okay, and that, that's... Yeah, no, that, that would be auditory hallucinations. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. singing and it'd be like it would i think there was like three or four songs that ended up being on loop but it would be like one or two lines of the song can you belt some out over for and us? over and over and over no okay i think golden slumbers maybe came up at some point they're real songs not like imaginary songs. right real songs okay, but it'd okay. be like two two lines of the song mm-hmm. even though i would know the next line it would just skip back to the there first line. There has to be meaning here. We need to know the two lines from every song put them all together and find out the hidden message that your brain is selling sending you I don't know. You don't know? I don't remember. Fuck. It was playing on your head for a loop for hours. I'm with, very glad it stopped. Within 24 hours, this was happening. But it was like, I couldn't stop my brain from making things happen. It was it was wild. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear this, Grayson. Did it continue in your dreams? Did you dream? No. Mm. No. I, went, I don't even remember falling asleep. I... I like laid there miserable for like half an hour. I was like, I can't do this. I need to stand up or something because it, I started to get dizzy. And then my stomach started hurting because I was so dizzy from it that I felt nauseous. So I thought I was like, okay, I got to get up. I need to go to the bathroom or something. So I stood up for a little bit. That just made it worse. Have you tried stopping metformin? I'm not actually taking it. Okay. I thought you said you were. I was. And then I stopped. Have you tried stopping berberine? Well, this has only happened one time. If it happens okay. again, I might have to. 
Okay. Oh, it just seems like such a drastic thing to happen. It was a little startling. Like, but you hear about headaches, you hear about migraines even. You don't hear about pseudo-psychotic episodes. It was wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so just anything that might be affecting your your brain. Well, I didn't have any, like, visual hallucinations. Maybe when we get to there. Okay. One thing I you did sound is like I Steven stopped now. taking... Well, I don't have motor tics. It's like, Let's... you still have Tourette's. I stopped taking one of my, like vitamins maybe i need to start taking that one maybe again. so maybe so that's a little concerning that you've developed a dependency or else you veer into true. psychosis <laughs> that is a little terrifying yeah 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 but i mean as long as you have access mm-hmm. you know then it works out yeah 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 definitely it was, it was a startling experience it took me so long to fall back asleep i don't remember falling back asleep though yeah. i took some ibuprofen let's go that expired no i, I think it's still good i'm not certain on all that. of my capsules are expired Oh, what a yeah, shame. I'm sorry. But I took it. I don't remember if it helped because the last memory I have, it was still hurting. Mm. But then I woke up. I understand. I was fine. That's so fun. If only we lived in Canada, you could get muscle relaxers from HEB. If only. If only. And there's no HEBs. So that's a false premise. Okay. Wow. It would never happen. Mm-hmm. There are no HEBs in Canada, Grace. Nor should there be. No, I agree. We're kind There's of in dirty agreement. Dirty Canadians, they don't deserve it. You're right. You're absolutely right, Grayson. I, I've been having this happen a lot to me recently. Uh, it's not at that level of what you're saying. It's not even kind of related. Just oh. something's been popping up. I guess it's in my head. Is that I will a lot more, more than ever in my life, just midway through someone talking to me, just kind of be looking at them it'll be my sole focus this conversation that's happening or like this interaction that's happening and i feel like i'm usually very good about like tuning into someone's words what they're saying and and listening and responding accordingly but there have been again like in the last month maybe two months me realizing that some like zoning out while someone's talking and then picking back up like a few seconds later who knows how long they've been talking for that's and been happening to me too i've missed it all yeah and how odd and I, I will just be like staring at their mouth and the only thoughts on me, I, I will not be thinking about anything better. It's not like I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. It's not a distraction. It's not like daydreaming. No, what it's I'm just... thinking about is I know they're talking, but I can't, I can't like check back in. I can't, I can't get back on the same wave as them. And then they'll finish talking and then I'll be like, hmm. And then like change the topic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one happened to me too. Yeah. Like recently. Yeah. Has it used to ever happen to you? I don't think so. For me, definitely not. Because I feel like I'm very good at dragging out a conversation. Very tuned in. I guess so. I've or never like, been like your level of tuned into a conversation, but I don't think I was ever this level of tuned out. Yeah. Which I just don't, I don't, I don't know what's necessarily changing, but maybe it's the fucking berberine. Maybe we're just old, JC. Oh, no, don't Our say that. Our brain's decaying. No, don't say that, Grayson. What are you talking about? Our brain still has to grow for like another few years, right? It's not, not fully us. developed. Fuck. Do I have a smooth <laughs> brain, Grayson? Do you have a smooth brain? Mm-hmm. You're a bit of a smooth brain. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's not good at all. I get, What is good, Grayson? Because maybe we're entering our, our era of decrepit rundown washed up brains okay mm-hmm. but what's good is that we're out of our era that we were in about a year ago at this time where it was just kind of sad i remember always coming over to your apartment and just feeling like a weird little like purgatory state 
where I just felt so separate from everything else. And so like my life would then begin feeling like so I, w I would think about our experience and be like, huh, what is this? As we would just sit here and record the podcast and then middle of the day, sun shining on a Friday, <laughs> walk to get food. <laughs> and then I would just go back home, sit in a half hour of traffic and you would just stay at your home and then stay at your home for another seven days until we did it again. And there was a, just an odd lack of growth, movement, <laughs> anything happening. It was really incredibly depressing now that I think back on it. Um, and it was just like a complete lack of motivation by seeing you. So I feel like stagnate is maybe a, a mean word, but is it inaccurate to say you were stagnating last year? At Not about at this all. Time? That's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. That's probably the most accurate way to describe it. And it served as only being completely unmotivating to me. I try to think of my the, pro the point in my life at which I made the least progress in anything. And it would be about last year at this time and last summer. It wasn't my fault, JC. Well, I just feel like oh, no. if you were doing stuff, I wouldn't have let myself get to that level. I would have had a bit more motivation to be like, oh shit, I can't stagnate if, if, if he's doing this other shit. I have to, to keep pace. But because we are both just kind of not doing shit, we just kind of sat there not doing shit. But now, for the first time really since I've graduated from college, I will have like a full calendar where like I will, the, the time that I get that's like quote unquote free time is when I'm driving or like right before I go to bed which for a while I did not like. For a while it was like, oh, this is a lot. But because it's, it's been like two fucking years, now it feels like, oh my God, it's finally back, you know? And it feels good, right? No, I kind of hate it. Oh, I'm sorry about it. No. Well, you got to keep up with it or else I'll kill myself. <laughs> I got to keep up with it or I can't pay rent. Yeah, oh, that's true too. Yeah. That's, I mean, you did it for a year. Honestly, that's it's admirable. crazy. Uh, you could always move somewhere cheaper. Yeah, but not yet. I need to stay at least for another year while he's still in school. That's fair. He being your brother, of yeah. course. Of course, of course, of course. Where's the cheaper place you're going to move to? I don't know. Is our, is that the plan? Is that the desire to move right out of college? or <laughs> Out of your brother being out of college? I mean, maybe. I, it all comes down to how much they raise rent next time we renew. Because we renew in September, I think. Uh-huh. If they raise it a ton, then, yeah, we'll have to move after this year. But, I mean, are you looking for a city move? Uh, no, I'd like to stay in Austin, obviously. Okay, okay, okay. You say, obviously. There have been plans to move to South Carolina. Listen, South so, Carolina would not be a terrible deal. Just live with my parents, drive a little bit into Charlotte for work every other day. Honestly, Hans is kind of killing it right now. Yeah, he has a very well-paying job for right out of school and hasn't had to pay for rent. He must have so much fucking money to sit. Because what does Hans spend money on? I don't know. He doesn't have these Steven addictions to transformers and power rangers and such you know he like hans i don't think he even eats out that often because his mom's always making food that we have to wait for him to finish this is true what does he he He's did tell me so much money he's spending like 18 dollars a month or something on a software that produces captions for him like he'll upload a video and it produces captions. He's spending $18 a month on it? It was something like that. That's half of an Adobe subscription. I know. And it's just one of the many benefits of Adobe's suite. Um, it also works incredibly well. 
there. His or Adobe's? No, mine, Adobe's. Yeah, Adobe's great. very good. Yeah. But... It's almost like they specialize specifically in media creation. Hmm. But no, he does not have Adobe. Maybe it's less than 18, but it was still way too much for a caption generator. I think over 10. But I remember the number 8 in there. So I'm thinking 18. It's stupid. That's too much. Yeah. And you know what I stupidly paid for? A lot of things. A Minecraft server. Oh, so many uh, things. I was going through um, last year's payments to DigitalOcean. Okay. Um, because I can claim them for tax deductions because they're for streaming. DigitalOcean is, of course, how we host the very popular boyoboy.org. This is true. Yes. Um, over the course of 2022, I spent something like seven or $800 on DigitalOcean. Okay. That's just so much money. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. I didn't really think about that as I was doing it. Yeah, why you spend that money? I don't know. It's weird. It was wild. But it's not like you didn't have people saying to you, like, Grayson, you're spending a lot of money for no reason. No, I'm not stuff. saying I, I was. Yeah, but, like, it's weird this realization is striking you now, and it's like you had direct voices, particularly Hans, being like, hey, you're it's purging just didn't feel money. like that month, much uh, when it was, like, on monthly little payments, you know? Uh-huh. But there weren't little. But then in obviously. Bulk. It was at least $100 a month, right? Oh, some months was over 100 yeah. Yeah. It varied month to month. Okay. Okay, I understand. But again, a l- another thing I stupidly paid for, I paid for a po- couple months of, um, I think it's Epidemic Sound. Epidemic Sound. Something like that. It's like a royalty-free music thing. Because I forgot that Adobe has all of the music copyright for that you could possibly want as part of their subscription. That's nice. Why were you paying for royalty-free music? Well, because I wanted to do the the background sounds for the art videos. You remember the drawing videos? Oh, okay. And you didn't just want to download some off of YouTube? Well, no, because I also wanted to do uh, like sound effects, nature sounds, and stuff. And this had all of those things. So how it was long really did easy. you pay for this? Only like a like two months. Okay, and thank The second God. month was only because I forgot to cancel it initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so not very long. I was but... expecting a year membership. I also never uploaded the videos, so... Oh, no, I did. I did. Yeah, I think you did. I don't know why I thought I didn't. worthwhile purchase. So very. Very good. Very good. And any other unwise spending expenditures? Expenditures. Not off the top of my head. Okay. Today, I bought a lamp for tattooing, which I feel a little ashamed about because I bought a $30 lamp a few months ago. But now I just need a better one. Mm-hmm. So I bought a $60 one. Naturally. Yeah. And now I'll probably wait a few years and get a $300 one. But that's down the pipeline, you know? <laughs> the pipe part of the line wasn't particularly necessary. Why not? It's just kind of unnecessary. It's down the pipeline. It's down the line. It's down the pipeline. <laughs> We're shooting okay. forward. If you say so. Through the pipeline. <laughs> Through the pipeline. Pipelines. Pipeline, pipe. Well, no, there are many lines. I could go in many directions as we oh. move into the future, Grayson. Okay. You say so. I mean, I do say so. I okay. really, really, truly do. Uh, I also purchased two CDs. I didn't expect to. I arrived to work too early today, and there's a record store that I've only ever just driven by. That's literally a two-minute walk from my my office where I work. I've just never gone. But a couple months ago, they showed up on my t- TikTok. And I was like, oh, it probably shows up because of my location. But no, they had like a million views or something. And they had like a lot of very big videos on TikTok, this record store. And it's just like this one location. 
And so then I finally was like, oh, well, now I have extra time. Let me just go in and visit. And like, it's fine. It's it's a record store, right? Mm-hmm. But I was in there for so long that I felt bad leaving without making a purchase. So I made myself buy a, a Beastie Boys and Kings of Leon CD. And I think I already have the Kings of Leon one. Mm-hmm. So, But a waste. I guess. It's still cheaper than eBay, though. That's the standard. Okay? I see. I think so. I think so, Gray the Gray. I don't. Th- I think those are all my purchases today. No, I fucking no. Biggest waste of a purchase today, and no disrespect to you, Grayson, um, is where we just ate before the podcast. I spent twenty dollars. You spent twenty dollars? Yeah. How? I got chips and a drink with my How much sandwich. Were your chips? I don't know. I grabbed a trip and drink because he kept mentioning chips and drink. So I ass- what I honestly assumed is that it was included with the price of the sandwich. Okay, mm. but then I'm not going to question the man because he's fucking running a restaurant out of his home. It's a little <laughs> disrespectful for me to be like, is that is that the right price? You know, like, and thank God you didn't ask for a tip. Okay, I was so prepared for that iPad to get spun around or something. And then I have to tell, not even an iPad, that little like beeper, which is obnoxious to fill out your tip on. Mm. Yeah, he didn't. Point is, it was a gr- not gross sandwich. But it was a stomach I had to like hold my breath while I ate so I didn't taste it. So I don't know if it was gross or not. Mm. It looked disgusting. My sandwich was good. That's a pricey good. sandwich, but it was a good you sandwich. Yeah, $20 worth? Because legitimately well, this man $20. just buys stuff from HEB and makes sandwiches in his house and sells them for a premium. That's what he's doing. He's got it down. Like nothing was... I don't even think I was on sourdough bread, my sandwich. Mine was definitely sourdough. I feel like I remember eating white bread that whole time. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, Grayson. Also, he was selling pounds of cheese. What would that have looked like if I had ordered that? Yeah. You could buy cheese by the ounce or by the pound. He had a sign just for it. It's really good. Where does he keep all that? It's a good question. There are like five varieties of cheese. What if I wanted a pound of each? I don't know. It was like a $6 pound. It seemed pretty reasonable, honestly. <laughs> that does sound pretty reasonable. Yeah. So. Does he make the cheese himself? That'd be terrifying. <laughs> we have to go back, maybe, just for the cheese. Just for the cheese. God. So, you know, I paid $20 for this really basic sandwich that I could have made much better and enjoyed much more. Yeah, probably. For maybe $4. And then still had so many ingredients. What a shame. I just can't think of it that way. It was a really fun little place, though. It was a very cute place. Very nice man. It was nice sitting outside. Very nice day out. But I went to paid for that experience. (laughs) It was a nice experience to stumble into, not to pay for. Okay? I could have gotten most of my parking at Six Flags for that cost. What are you going to do? <sighs> Complain about it on my podcast. <laughs> I uh. guess. But the other things I need to complain about, Grayson. Oh, boy. They're all so minor. They're all so little. But, like, I've had three ca- I had three tattoos set up this week, and I've had three cancellations so far. Very annoying, okay? I'm going to start taking deposits so soon. Cause, and thank God I'm not, like, financially relying on this thing. Right, mm-hmm. but it's just so annoying cancellations. I take them personally, and I know I shouldn't, but I take them personally because it's like, 
we we are setting aside this time. You are choosing the time. Most instances. How are you not able to live up to this? I'm just, it's just, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. But one of them's rescheduled for like Saturday, so that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. It's really not so big of a deal. Um, but then also I went to work today at the office. And basically, I don't know how much I've even talked about it on the podcast before. But a lot of my in-person work is so fucking simple. It really just consists of me going and recording all the therapists at my job. They each film like a minute video or whatever once a week that'll get like edited and uploaded, right? Mm-hmm. So I just have to like, it's maybe like five to 10 minutes of their time, depending on how much they mess up, like with the recording. Uh, and that's once a week and I go and I visit and I, I set up all the recording stuff and record with each of them and see them do a little check-in, right? And when I'm there, one of the therapists is like, well, you put, you, you, why are you here? You put yourself on, on my schedule for tomorrow. And it's like, it, and the only reason that happens is because the schedule is a little confusing where some people work some days of the week. So it really doesn't matter. The point is I only ever come in on Wednesdays. If I ever come in on a different day of the week, I tell them. So that was their excuse for not being ready for me, even though every week for the past year I've been there on, on Wednesday. So like, and then after like they're sitting in the room with me for a little bit, they get up and they they make some fucking stupid comment about how like, well, none of us like doing these, you know? And it's like, I'm sorry. I don't know how that's on me. I'm just paid to do this, right? Like it's just, that you're a therapist. Why are you trying to make me feel bad? And then that's not even a therapist, like, I, I get along very well with that person, too. It was just like a weird, shitty comment that they made, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of the other therapists comes in a few moments later and basically says the same shit. Or like, oh, I'm getting tired of doing these things. But this person who said it has been on my um, fucking shit list? shit list. Yeah. My buy flowers list for a while, Grayson. Okay? That's what they called it in a motivational video I used to listen to in middle school. Do you want me to read a motivational video later on the end of this podcast that made me cry earlier this week? Yes. Okay, listen. Listen, let's get sidetracked real quick. There was a motivational video I used to listen to in middle school because my art teacher played a different one of his videos, and I used to listen to it, and it would make me cry. I hadn't thought about it for like seven, eight years. I thought about it, and what I decided to do was not to watch the video, but to read it. I looked up the, the words to it on Lyric Genius, and I read it to myself, and I was bawling crying. So we're going to see if we can recreate that, okay? I don't think I can under current circumstances, but Darn. we'll see. Are you excited to give it a shot? Very. Okay, good. Um, what shit was I talking therapist. about? Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. On my shit list. She's been on that for a while. Just, I, I don't know how much I should say. This is my job. But I remember during the interview process, I told my boss, pick the other person. Please pick the other person. My boss didn't listen to me. And now my boss has told me I'm right. Um, or I was right, rather. Um, so there's this person who just and 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 she 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 makes some comment about like, oh, I'm getting tired of doing doing these things. And I'm the most patient, nicest person ever to all my coworkers. And this was just I just I, I it's not even a mean thing that I said, but it was just it was out of character for me. Where when she said, like, oh, I'm getting tired of doing these things, I said, Well, okay, it's your job. And then she just sat in silence for the next five minutes as like she tried to get her script ready. Um, but I felt good about that, me being a little passive aggressive, okay? Mm-hmm. And I hope that speaks volumes for the person I am, that I feel proud when I'm passive aggressive. Um, 
and then what's it, some other comment too because this person had their hair all fucked up in a video a couple months ago where i i don't know their hair was fucked right and they were upset at me afterwards for not saying anything to them like about their hair being messed up but like i thought it was just a bad stylistic decision that they made which is like how am i supposed to be like oh i think your hair sucks this week you want to fix it like how am i supposed to know that it wasn't how you wanted it to look there are mirrors here i'm not responsible it's weird for me a boy to be like "Ooh, are you sure do you want to fix your appearance i'm not gonna do that so, so on a weekly basis she makes comments like oh you, you have me looking crazy every week on these videos you, you don't tell me when my hair looks bad and all these kind of comments at first week it's like oh ha 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 three months later it's like okay i get it you had shit hair one time why are you still bringing it up that's on you okay okay those are little complaints from work right um do i have anything else to complain about oh a person wants me to do a tattoo on them and they sent me a whole bunch of uh, ideas that they wanted they they want their their cat and their dog on their tattoo right mm -hmm. and that was really the only criteria they gave me they sent some reference photos and we're like i don't know if i want it in a cartoony or realistic style yet and then they asked if i could do a couple sketches for them so i spent a while on this sketch where uh, I, I chose to do it in a more realistic way because I just think that's what I'm better at, right? Like, it'd be weird for someone to seek out me as a tattoo artist to DM me after seeing my stuff and being like, I want cartoons. Because that's just not what I'm, I've demonstrated competence in, you mm -hmm. know? And so I, when they mentioned the realism, I decided to go that route. And then when I sent it to them, I didn't go like too far with the detail. I just sent them like a rough kind of like outline of the sketch to see if I should like keep going in that direction. And then they said they want a cartoony, silly one. And again, I'm not upset about this. I'll do it. But how am I the person you're choosing out of all the tattoo artists in this city to be like, I want him to do my silly, cartoony animal tattoo? I don't personally understand that decision. It's a little odd. It is. It is. But again, if they're sticking with me, by all means, I'll work on it. But I'm not going to thrive. Like there are definitely people who can do this better, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So little things, little things, little things, little things. The cancellations. Your coworkers sound like they suck. Um, the one coworker is very out of character. The first one, those, that comment from her today, maybe she meant it as like a joke, a silly thing. And it just came across weird. Um, and maybe I was just in a bad mood. So I read it weird. Um, but the second person, she, I don't know. She sucks. I really don't like her. I could just, to her face, I bet she thinks I like her, but I so don't. I just mm -hmm. don't. She's also, she's tried scheduling tattoos with me multiple times and canceled day of the tattoo twice. And today she was trying to like months later after those things, that those times she canceled, I was trying to like schedule another one today. Um, and it's just, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Like how to broach that conversation. Cause like, I'm only going to schedule you if you like give me a deposit, but also like, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. So one coworker, not the best, but the others are good, you know? How many coworkers do you have to do the videos for? It depends on the week, but there's like a consistent group of like three to four where it's every single week. And they don't like doing it? No. I, and I get it too. I wouldn't like doing it either, right? Or at least I wouldn't like the preparing for it, like of having to write a new script every single week, right? Mm -hmm. But also one, you're a therapist, like who has expertise in the mental health field. You don't need a script. You can just talk. 
for a minute. I bet there's that's literally there are no restrictions. It's talk about something mental health related for a minute, and sometimes there are prompts. You're a therapist. You talk for a living. Now there's just a camera in front of you. Like, you shouldn't be spending an hour writing a script every week. You could theoretically just ad lib this. Walk in, ad lib, leave. You know, and the people that do do that. They're the best interactions, and they're the ones who don't like stumble over their scripts all the time. To okay, the, sometimes the scripts go well though too. You know, mm. sometimes people will try to add a little bit, but sometimes people don't have many thoughts in their head, um, so the ad libs don't go so well, whether work related or not. It's me. You're talking about me. It's, yep, it's yeah, definitely. No, I get it. It's you. Live nude girls, Grayson. Live nude girls is a sign I've driven by on the road every week for the past month on my way to your apartment. <laughs> it's a big sign on the side of the road that says live nude girls. JC, when are we going to see live nude girls? I personally don't have much interest. Um, live nude med, on the other hand. Oh, all about fuck. That. Yeah. But it's literally a shed. It's a shed with a sign that says live nude girls that's it's off of the highway really funny actually. have you never seen no. this it's within like seven minutes of your apartment it's kind of wild to me you've never seen this i think you're imagining this i promise my not. psychotic break took place there's last traffic time. next your to us every week break happens every week while you're driving to my apartment uh, you imagine this shed live nude girls and there's always, like, workers outside of it, like construction men walking around outside. They want to see the live new girls. I guess so. I guess so. How funny would it be if there are no live nude girls at this shed? They're just walking around confused. Where are the girls? Where, where, where are they? It'd be devastating. It'd bring someone to tears. Oh, my gosh. If there are no live nude girls... It's just a bunch of guys in a shed waiting for them to show up. I'm trying to think, are these like repeat customers? Are they the same men showing up week after week waiting for the live nude girls? (laughs) They got to get there eventually. Okay. Well, it could be like a tourist trap, you know? All the people visiting Austin wait for the live nude girls and they never come. construction workers that go to the weekly construction workers. so. You're so right. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll have to check it out on the side of the road. The shed. One of these times, Grayson. Absolutely. It's a great idea. Huh. Oh, by the way, Boy Oh Boy is killing it right now. I opened up our Spotify page the other day. We finally have enough reviews from our listeners that it shows the number of reviews that we have. Let's go! And actually, it's ratings. Spotify doesn't have reviews yet. Um, But we have a better rating on Spotify than we do on Apple. Let's go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify, we have a total of 12 ratings, Grayson. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guess uh, what our star rating is on a scale to five? Two. Okay. No. Not even that good? We're one? No. Oh, no. We are a 4.8 on Spotify. Hey! I know. We're, I think we're still like a 3.8 over on Apple Podcasts. That's just because we got a couple bad reviews in our early days. You know, I'd leave a bad review for us, too. (laughs) I would. I would. But modern boy, oh boy, shit. We're killing it. We have this on lock. 
okay? greatest podcast in the world. Absolutely. We get to, we talk about sheds. Uh-huh. <laughs> we talk about live nude girls. Mm-hmm. And you can only imagine the things we have down the pipeline. Okay, lined up for <laughs> down everyone the pipeline. Here. Lined That's up right. in the pipeline. That's right. That's right. Um including Lines me even trying to make myself cry. <laughs> So what we're doing now? I mean, if you want to, if you want to talk about something else, we can while I try to pull it up. I see you have a topic on here that says grocery order. I don't know what that means. JC, this is, you're going to not care at all, but I got to tell you, JC, I'm so thrilled about my recent grocery order. It was not even a big grocery order. It was a little grocery order, but it got like milk, you know, the usual stuff, eggs, what you'd expect. But every single grocery order, I always try and buy frozen bananas. Okay. Because I love frozen bananas. They're one of the fruits that will freeze properly so that it's a little bit like creamy. So it's kind of ice cream like. Okay. Bananas do this and mangoes do this. And then that's kind of it. Those are the fruits that will do this perfectly. And bananas are the best at it. They just freeze in such a way that the texture imitates ice cream perfectly. And so they're delicious just to eat as just on their own. I know you wouldn't like them because you don't like banana, but give like mango a shot, like frozen mango. But here's the thing. I put it on every grocery order. They're always out. No. Constantly. No. Every single time. And no. whenever I do an HEB curbside order, they, I always get the text where it's like, hey, some things were out of stock and we had to like swap Damn. things out. And it's always, oh, we had to remove the bananas because we were out of bananas. Not the bananas. But not this time, JC. I got four bags of frozen bananas. Holy fuck. I'm living the dream. That's so many frozen bananas. It is. Four bags worth. Four bags. Wow. Can I ask, can I make a request for your next HEB online order? Sure. Can you place an order for Happy Waters? Just... So maybe they feel the pressure. They they, they, they have their feet put to the the coals um, it, it, to, to start ordering happy waters at that H-E-B, okay? Feet to the fire. Isn't coals in that phrase I somewhere? I don't think that's how that works, JC. Why? H-E-B is very good. If you request something, they, they usually order it. Same with Whole Foods. If it's something they carry usually. Mm. Like, they're not going to, like... You know, some obscure, very niche product that you create, they probably won't add to their stores. But if you're like, oh, this other location has it, they'll place an order at least mm-hmm. once. And then if it does well, they'll keep ordering it. So happy waters, because they don't have them at the, the UT Austin location. It's sad. I don't do the UT Austin location. I thought you do the one right here. That was by the that one like halal place that we like. No, 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 no. Oh. No, I do a different HEB. Then they the might have Mueller. happy waters. They and might. then in that case, just buy happy waters. But I don't want happy water. Why? I want frozen bananas. You can have both. I already have so much juice, JC. Well, thank God happy water is not a juice. It's a fortified water beverage. Why would I be drinking anything of a fortified water beverage when I have water and I have juice? Because a fortified water beverage is the perfect blend of the two where it's not too sugary and not too sweet. Well, then I would just water down my juice. Okay. Okay. Are you going to tell me you didn't enjoy that cranberry juice? I will tell you I enjoy happy water much more than cranberry juice. That's crazy. But also, I'm very honest in saying I would probably really sincerely enjoy a cranberry happy water. Absolutely. Just doesn't exist yet. We need more people like you to buy them. I'll buy them as soon as they start offering a cranberry happy water. I'll keep you updated. Please do. I will, Grayson. I absolutely But that was kind of the the grocery order thing. I'm just so happy to have frozen bananas. I also have frozen mango. Did I ever have you try frozen mango? Uh, I think maybe. Do you like mango? Mangoes are fine. Okay. I won't bother forcing you to try it again. Yeah, I don't... Like, I love... I like the... Not love. I like the flavor. I'm never going to complain about the flavor. The drink I got today that paid... And paid $20 in total for 
That was that's a mango in it. Wow. Okay, so not opposed. Okay. 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 Tier time. Tier time. Grayson, when I was in middle school, my art teacher, Miss Matasio, she would play some videos. She was the one who introduced me to Marcel the Shell. Do you know this character? No. Oh, it's a little like arts and crafts shell with like a googly eye glued to it and shoes and it used to make youtube videos and now it's getting its own movie actually from like a24 or whatever that film studio is called um so that's cool right uh -huh. but also she showed us this like anti-bullying motivational video one time and then i went to that guy's youtube page who did the the motivational video and it was darman it was not Darman, unfortunately. His name is Shane Koizan? K-O-Y-C-Z-A-N. And this man used to be very big on YouTube in, like, those years, like 2012, 2011, you know, with exactly that stuff, like anti-bullying, because he's more rotund fella, okay? So that was his experience being or growing up was endless harassment and bullying, okay? Obviously, it didn't work. Uh, not well enough and so n he went on to become a motivational speaker and like has a whole bunch of like these like essays and everything these audio essays that he, he published and there was one that was not like motivational at all it was just kind of like him talking about like his grandfather that when i would listen to would make me like ball crying okay and then the only reason i found it again like 10 years later is because i had it saved and like it was one of my first videos i favorited on youtube with my account and so I found it not that long ago. And this was maybe a couple of years ago, honestly, I found it. And I watched it. I was like, what is this video? And then I remembered it immediately. And then I cried. And then it was just the other day. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I want to make myself cry right now. Let me read it to myself. You know, like normal can... people do. Yes. Let I want to cry right now. if I can make myself cry. I don't want to listen to him read it. I want to read it myself. And I made myself cry, Grayson. Okay. Ball crying sitting on my bedroom floor. Okay. I, I worry we're not going to be able to recreate that magic. I really do. Especially because there's already a massive smile plastered across my face. Mm -hmm. But what say you? What are the betting odds here? Listen, my concern is if you start crying, I won't be able to understand what you're saying. No, you will. So I'll mostly just be confused as to why you're crying. I'll be sure to really enunciate once I start crying, if I start crying, Grayson. Okay. Okay. I'm expecting some tears. <clears throat> so this essay is called, uh, or I don't really know what to call it. This piece is titled Heaven or Whatever by Shane Koizan. Do you know how to pronounce that name? No. Can I see it? Yes. K-O-Y-C-Z-A-N right there next to his face. Oh, I got no clue. I'm so sorry about that. <clears throat> it's, it's titled Heaven or Whatever. You can't just do whatever. The words stumbled out of you like a drunk leaving a bar looking for a fresh new last call. You were not a man of words, but did your best to offer advice. You offered me, you can't just do whatever. And I know what you meant. You meant that whatever I choose to do, I must not be aimless. I must not simply spin the globe and go wherever I stick my finger because 71% of the time I will end up in the ocean. And if I do end up in the ocean, I can't just do whatever. Better learn to swim. You can't just do whatever. The conversation came after you asked me about heaven. You told me that you thought heaven would be, a spe would be specific to each person and that each person would have their own version of it. Then you asked me what mine would be. I was so scared to tell you. 
I don't have one. But you nodded your head, as if confirming a suspicion that school had robbed me of a belief in some stories. You said, you don't have to believe what I believe. It's enough to be good. Be good. I will. I will think about your heaven. Your heaven would be the same haircut forever. It would be a stick, a dog, and some distance. A lawn that always needs mowing. A six-pack of Pilsner, short bottles, and your real teeth back. Because your dentures could never master that bottle-opening trick that you used to love to do. The first time you tried it with dentures, I had nightmares for a month because I thought your mouth had fallen off. Your heaven would be Austria before the war, and Canada after you met Grandma. It would be head cheese sandwiches and blood sausages, other deli meats that would ensure that you would never have to entertain dinner guests, and I would never be in danger of having my lunch stolen. Your heaven would be a stash of raisins, problems that you could fix with your hands. I remember you tried to fix everything with your hands. I remember the difficult days. I remember the bandages. They looked like tiny blankets, as if your knuckles had all gone off the bed. Walls that looked like they'd said something to get under your skin, and were suddenly made to pay for it. I know you were an angry man. Fingertips like spent shotgun shells bleeding. Smoke cocktails of gunpowder and singed plastic. You had what some people would call a temper. But you loved a good joke, even if it was on you. Something that would crack open the walls of your chest and let the wind tickle your heart, just enough to let you know it was still there. You didn't always laugh, didn't always smile. You did keep a mental ledger of what you called your send flowers list. I remember thinking it was a thank you to those who got you good, but learned the truth after my grandmother added a thin layer of sand to your sandwiches because you refused to make your own lunch for work. You told me about it when you picked me up from school that day. You said, Grandma just made the send flowers list. And I asked, because you love her so much? And you said, because I'm going to kill her. Of course you didn't. Your version of kill meant two months before winter, having a seamstress take in each of her coats a few inches. So on the first day she needs one, she fumbles with the sudden tightness. And you stood there smiling and said, Honey, I love you no matter how big you get. She did not laugh. Anne managed to staple your smile back into a straight face when she told all of your friends at work that you had to move into the spare room because you couldn't stop farting at night. You often asked me if I had a heaven, what would it be like? And I told you that for such a small word, if is just too big to wrap my belief around. I would not bend to the hypothetical, but wish now that I would have, even if it was just to ease your mind and the belief that I could be headed to that other place you believed in. I would tell you now that my heaven is here. It was here, in the gentle warfare of your relationship with Grandma, where volleys were traded back and forth, like hockey ca cards between children who didn't care what the stats meant. My heaven would have been someone in grade five finally willing to trade me their fruit roll-up for my tin of sardines. My hell was wondering why. Why would you give me sardines for lunch? My heaven would make you laugh, because I get the feeling you didn't get to do very much. Through my hell, through the night terrors and bloody noses, through the eyes black and bruised, sneak attack, nah, blah, blah, blah. I don't like this part. He rhymes a whole bunch. Um, blah, 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 blah. You did your best to seal up the cracks in my armor and made my heaven here. I would have loved to have made you laugh more, to make your send flowers list just once. So I offer you my if. If there was a heaven, mine would have a post office and I could send letters to yours. The first letter would read, hell's not so bad. They pretty much let you do whatever.
I didn't cry, Grayson. That's so messed up. I'm sorry. I'm kind of upset. It's that okay. nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice is a lot more pleasant, too, and there are visuals with the YouTube video and everything. You know, but also the other night when I read it, I was setting out to make myself cry. Today was an if I cry, That's which is tough. Up. I'll have to find other emotional material that I can read and hopefully cry on the podcast, you know? One day. One day. I think once we manage that goal, the next goal will be you have to try and make me cry. Ooh, that's tough. Ah, fuck. How am I going to make me cry on the podcast, though? Because now that it's a goal, I feel like I'm going to really struggle. I feel like it could have happened. But now that we're shooting for it, it might be so difficult. We'll have to see. Fuck. What's going to make me cry? Obviously not that. Damn it. What else? I don't know. What's going to make you cry? That's a great question. God fucking damn it. I guess we'll have to do some brainstorming. We'll have to reconvene next week. Discuss cry-worthy material. You know? My worry is that your strategy to make me cry will end up being hurting my feelings instead of mm. like giving me something to be sad about. I don't know. Because I haven't m- made you cry via feeling hurting before at least not and maybe you wait until i leave your apartment and then the tears just they flow. stream down my face yeah when you told me you didn't like overwatch fuck that's cried tough. for hours i apologize for that i don't apologize overwatch sucks cry more loser listen okay. overwatch is, does not suck but also i'm really looking forward to the new legend of zelda game it's gonna be great legends of zelda legend of zelda tears of the kingdom sequel to breath of the wild it's coming out soon. I'll okay. play that on stream. That yeah, that sounds a lot more pleasant than Overwatch. Can't say I'll tune in for that either. I've never watched anything or played anything Zelda aside from like Smash and Mario Kart. They're great games. I'm They're sure they are. Games. I just don't have the investment. The only game I could ever see myself ever playing for the rest of my life is one that I have an emotional attachment to through childhood. Okay? Minecraft. Minecraft, Pokemon, Club Penguin. I don't see where it goes. Aside from like games where it's like, oh, Han, Steve, and Amir playing this. Download it, JC. You know? And it can't be a For the King. I learned my lesson there. $11 down the drain. What a shame. Could have got me another sandwich, almost, at this dude's house. Okay? What a Balloons. Shame. But Balloons, again, has the childhood attachment to it. You know? Mm. Yeah. That's stuff. Mm. we got roblox on saturday oh that's fun oh yeah that's true that'll be a new game for me roblox no emotional attachment there are you excited for me to play roblox not really oh i think you're gonna get bored of it really fast that's okay your streams are quick now anyways it's true not my saturday streams though what my saturday streams i still typically stream pretty long yeah but still not nearly as long as classic gray the gray classic gray the gray would go eight hours easy eight hours easy eight hours and that was still when you were in school like that wasn't even like the stagnant years year of gray the gray right yeah i was doing that while i was in school yeah this is so wild you got to start doing it while you're in work, honestly. I don't think I can. You'll stop having I'm to deal with your headaches. I'm struggling keeping up with it. Mm. <laughs> and I'm streaming like three, three and a half hours. Well, what else is your time getting occupied by? I remember Sunday is for the chores. Mm-hmm. A couple nights you stream and then go to sleep. What are the other nights reserved for? The other nights? Okay, so Monday, Tuesday I stream. And then Wednesday is Boil Boy Night. 
I don't stream after Boy Oh Boy because mm-hmm. starting stream that late would not make sense. Mm-hmm. Thursday I stream. Friday when I was doing D and D was D and D night. Mm. So this week I will also have D and D because D and D's back. So that leaves Saturday, and then Saturday, yeah. What do you do Saturday? Saturday, um, sometimes I stream, sometimes I don't. So I spend most of the day Saturday doing like some chores. Sometimes I'll try and draw or paint. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I end up sleeping because mm. I sleep like maybe a solid six hours during most of the week. So I try and catch up on Saturday and Sunday. Is that how sleep works? Can no. You... Okay. No, it really doesn't. Uh-huh. But by the time you've been uh, sleeping for only like five, six hours, it feels really good to sleep for like 10 or 12. I guess. Even but if it doesn't actually help, it feels pretty good. I've never woken up after 10 or more hours and felt, yes, I needed that. I always think I want to kill myself. I'm an unproductive person. Um, I always think I want to kill myself, but it's because I always have a headache after I sleep for that long. Mm. So every single Saturday, I don't want to say every single, many Saturdays, I go to bed thinking, man, I finally get to sleep in. And then I force myself to sleep in because I'll naturally wake up at like six. And I'm like, I can't be waking up at six. I was streaming until like two in the morning last night, even though I was really only streaming to like midnight and then stayed up till two in the morning on YouTube or something. I'm like, I can't be up at six. That's only four hours. I need to sleep longer. And then I end up sleeping until noon. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, and then I have a headache for the entire day. And then I don't want to do anything. And then I don't stream. I have to be so honest. You know the thing I was talking about where I look at you and I'm like, I'm trying to catch up to the words. Well, I wasn't even zoned out. It was like, I'm like trying, but it was, it was already gone. I, I got the, ah, and I was like, oh what's happening the the basic gist is that if i sleep too much i get a headache on saturdays i sleep too much and then by the time i actually get up to do stuff Mm -hmm. i have a headache and then i'm miserable and then i don't want to stream okay 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 this all makes sense i caught it that time that's good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then of course no stream on sundays i heard you took coffee to work last topic of the podcast it's true i'm trying to cut back on my spending on coffee because i was buying coffee at work for like two bucks because the coffee in the break room sucks. It's like Sorry. impossible to drink. Why don't you just buy syrup and bring it to work? Have a pump on your desk. For syrup? Well, like you put in your coffee. Like peppermint syrup you can put in your coffee. Oh, I don't like that stuff. Oh. I just, I want coffee with cream. That's really Sorry. all I want. Um, and so that's what I was getting at the like coffee shop. It's not here. all you want. Because you say, oh, it's shit in the break room. Yeah, because they don't offer half and half. They used to give half and half, and that's when I was drinking it from the break room. But they kept running out of the half and half and cream and stuff, so I couldn't drink it because I didn't have cream. And so sometimes I was doing the hazelnut cream stuff, but that stuff is terrible. And then they started running out of that, and then they get French vanilla, which is even worse. And now the best option they have is what they – it's labeled original creamer. I don't know what that is. That's Steven's nickname. What does it mean? (laughs) I – I, you're what saying makes you're, it original? You're bringing your coffee to work now. Uh, the ch- the cheapest solution here is just bring your own half and half, isn't it? Half and half what, has what, to be way cheaper than coffee. What I do? No, no, no. Coffee's super cheap. Okay, but cheaper I just, than half and I, half? Probably. Really? But there's so much less half and half in a single coffee. I mean, I guess coffee. by like ratio. Yeah. But well, not for you. You dump a whole that you want equal portions of coffee right, and half yeah. and half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I brew coffee in the morning and this has actually worked out fantastically because then I also have coffee at the end of the day for stream because it stays hot throughout the day. Hmm. So I bring in a, a water bottles worth 
hydro flask worth of coffee mm-hmm. and i drink it throughout the day and it's been working fantastically i'm very happy with it and also it's the coffee that i like because it's my coffee i wonder how much your life would be improved if you just cut out caffeine like of course it'd be a rough like adjustment period you go through the withdrawals and everything but after that you'd probably be like such a healthier person i don't think so you because, have like psychotic gone... headaches at night <laughs> that was one time it was only one time. And I've I've gone for extended periods of time without coffee because whenever I was going back to South Carolina, I would do no coffee or caffeine for like two, three weeks at times. No problems. It's totally fine. No difference. Okay. But also when you're over there, you just you have permission to sleep all the time. Like you could just exist in bed, right? Like there's not really a need for coffee. I mean, yeah. Or like it's not but... like helping you through the day per se. But coffee isn't helping me through the day at work either i just drink it because i like it okay what about decaf then decaf tastes funny and they use like the the way they make it decaf is they do like this weird chemical wash that strips the caffeine and it leaves like a weird taste it doesn't taste right and also like i don't really trust the chemical wash mm-hmm. something about it okay not a fan. i understand well if you're happy drinking your caffeine i just feel like if that is your bet i i would be willing to assume and probably correctly, that you drink more coffee in a day than water. That would be incorrect. Really? Dramatically incorrect. Where do you get your water intake? There is, um, I told you about this, the sparkling water machine at work. Mm, sparkling I drink water. like, you see this blue water bottle? I drink like five of these a day. Okay. Just I forget about sparkling work. water. It's crazy. I drink so much. How about non-sparkling water to coffee ratio? How are we doing there? Well, actually, sometimes the sparkling water machines runs out of uh, carbon dioxide to no. carbonate with. So then I drink still water. That's so sad. Still water is way too close to stillborn. You can't throw that out there. It's just I thought that's what you were saying when you started with still. Why would why would I say that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's what usually follows the correct still. The term is still water. No, just water. Regular water. Because guess what? A regular baby is alive and well. Okay? What? It doesn't work. You know, it's not still water. That would imply that still water is bad. Because well, is a bad, regular baby sparkling. is alive and a stillborn a regular baby, baby is, is dead. A regular baby is a sparkling baby. And then a still baby is a dead baby. No, much like a the regular dead baby water. is not sparkling. A regular baby is sparkling. No, a sparkling baby is sparkling. A regular baby is sparkling. What baby have you seen sparkle? All the living ones. You mean like in their eye? The life force that mm-hmm. pumps within them? They sparkle. You're a creep. Okay? That's who you are. I think it's time for us to wrap up this podcast. I'm done with you. Okay? Me the creep? You the creep. That's right. Go hang out with Steven. Talk about some babies. Okay? Steven always be talking about babies. I know. Steven would make <laughs> this a really kind of weird, weird. conversation. <laughs> it's a lot of baby talk and baby content with Steven. It's like not even a joke concerning. Like It's like, Steven, what do you do for your algorithm to be like this? Because <laughs> it's not for me. He's an interesting guy, that Steven. Incredibly incredibly so yeah we'll see you guys next week goodbye everybody adios